0: Love and lust. Peace, everyone, and welcome to the Hot Sauce and Holy Water podcast. I'm your host, Mecca Muhammad, and today's topic is all things black love. You all are in for a treat with today's show as I'll be highlighting the concept of black love through the lens of art, culture, and African psychology. And of course, my own personal opinions on the topic. To begin the podcast, I'll be talking about um, what I believe love is, my ideas of it, um, and what I grew up seeing, and how that kind of ties into my upbringing with faith as a Muslim. Um, next, I will be talking about just kind of the psychologist perspective, um, and including some excerpts from people that you know have done a lot of research in the field. The third phase of the show will be just kind of mainstream expressions of Black love, Um, featuring, you know, one of my girls from Destiny's Child, and you can guess who. (laughs) And the fourth phase is actually gonna be discussing black love as revolution. So I believe to understand how one interacts with the idea of love, you must first understand that person. I came from a black Midwestern family. My parents met with the Nation of Islam study group in Iowa, courted and raised four children. Unlike my other three siblings, I shared a different biological father, but to this day, consider the man that raised me to be my dad. My parents' example of love seemed rooted in servitude. My dad, a barbershop owner, would work a ton to provide for my mom and my siblings. His love language, as I like to call it, was gift-giving and very material. Literally the day my parents officially announced their divorce, his instinct was to buy us all the newest iPhone. My mom, on the other hand, saw love in a very spiritual sense. She longed for a partnership that would bring her closer to God. She wanted my dad to pray, fast, and study with her, and utilize his strong presence in the community to guide others towards Islam. For better or worse, my mother confided heavily in me as a child, so my idea of love has found a place somewhere in the middle of both of my parents' expressions of it. Something I learned in love from the nation is the idea that love is duty. Love is two people coming together to form God. I think love is the rhythm of creation itself. I also wanted to pull perspectives um, from sociologists and psychologists who are African-centered. The first, I guess, article I found really interesting on this topic was um, Dolores P. Aldridge's article Toward an Understanding of Black Male and Female Relationships. In this article, she writes... Given the pressures upon Black people in America, the continued maintenance and development of Black children brought about through the love of Black men and Black women for each other is indeed a critical measure of the strength of Black people. And just a little about Dolores Aldridge. She is an American sociologist. She also was the first African-American faculty member at Emory University and the founder of the first African-American studies and African studies program in the American South. So that's really cool. Um, And what I really liked about this particular passage from her journal was the idea that everything we do impacts the next generation so i know for myself growing up and seeing images of healthy black couples was important for my development and i definitely agree with the idea that having healthy black family units will strengthen kids and go on to further the plight of our community as well another perspective i found really interesting was Um, given by the author and psychologist Amos Wilson um, in a clip that I'll play for you all now. And he basically um, is explaining the importance of Black love and its greater impacts on the Black community.
1: So when we love as men and women, as sisters and brothers, this love also is rooted in community and is necessary for community function. Love, romantic love or whatever love, is not a selfish uh, undertaking, and it should not be perceived as something just between you and your partner. It moves beyond that. It's going to influence more people than just you and your partner. It, it's going to influence the community itself. And consequently, then, the community has a right to concern itself with the so-called nature of love. Love along with re- the related concepts, such as oneness, and we see people wanted to get a sense of oneness when they're in love. Unity. Uniting. Being together. Identity. Identifying. Becoming one with the person you love. It becomes interesting. We talk about love in terms of blood. Blood relations. And yet the person you marry is really not your blood relation. In actuality. But yet somehow that. Love, if it's right, becomes as strong, sometimes even stronger than blood relations, you see. So because love tends, as we see it in this culture, to unite and bring about identity between two or more people that goes beyond their biological relatedness, that often is stronger than their biological relatedness. Love, along with commitment, caring and sharing, belonging, relatedness, commonality, that's having things in common, is that which creates a community, is that which supports a community and maintains a community. So then the, the, the thing that keeps a community together is, of course, the nature of love that inheres in its families and between its families. And ultimately, the nature of love that is is, is put out toward the community itself and toward one's people. And all of this influences the nature of romantic love. When you want to destroy a community, when you want to destroy a, as we will talk a bit about later on, you destroy the nature of their romantic love. Destroy their ability to love one another in a healthy sort of way, and we will see. When you see and you think about the problems we have as people and as individuals in loving each other romantically, you must recognize in good part that problem and those problems have been set up by a political social system. Because we shall see that love, the love that we have for one another, is the greatest threat to the people who rule over us. And it is necessary for those people who rule over us and who rule over African people the, the world over, if those people are to stay in power, they must destroy our ability to love each other in a healthy sort of way. This is why, even if you're concerned with your individual love for your boyfriend or your husband, you cannot separate that love from what is going on in the world, politically and socially, because the nature of that love is defined by political social circumstances. And if you can't understand why you have problems in your love relations, perhaps a good part of it is because you have not taken time to understand the nature of the political social situation in which you live, because you have been made to think that your love is merely the concern of you and your partner and not rooted in what is going on in the world.
0: Now, going back to Aldridge's article on black male and female relationships, I also wanted to just include some, I guess, pop culture expressions of love and their ideas of love. So I've also inserted a excerpt from an interview with Kelly Rowland and her husband and just them talking about love. Um, I just thought it was important because these are the images that the youth now are going to be seeing and ingesting. And I think it's so important and so powerful that we do have examples to pull from of black couples being honest and vocal, highlighting, you know, the highs and lows of marriage and what that means. So, hope you all enjoy it. All right,
2: so one more question. Um, What advice would you give to young couples? Love is an action word. Mm it is not a feeling. I mean, it's, it's a feel, it, you do feel, you feel butterflies and that's one thing, but to love somebody, to be patient with them, and kind, and not self, like self like all of the things that it talks about in, in the Corinthian, in the Bible, like those are all actions. You look at love in the dictionary and it's, oh, the feeling of this and this and this and that. Those are two totally different things. But I love right now how many young couples actually really want to build a family and they really want to be together for a long time. And that's a value of theirs. That's something that they really care about and they want to have a nice structured home. Like, I'm noticing that a lot and I hope that it continues to grow.
0: So I want to thank you. The scars of white supremacy are embedded into our very DNA. White people ripped our families apart and stole our knowledge of self. They completely changed the dynamic of our families, and the violence they perpetuated then takes new forms today. I remember going through a phase where I was uncomfortable around Black men, because a lot of the bullying and anti-Black remarks i get growing up spring from them. Now, I couldn't imagine myself with a partner that isn't Black. And for that reason, among others, I find that deciding to love each other in a world that encourages us to hate ourselves is absolutely revolutionary. Black love is a necessity. Outside of even the heterosexual, romantic context discussed earlier, we cannot overcome oppression if we cannot love each other. We can't claim enlightenment, spirituality, wokeness, or faith if we can't look at our fellow brother or sister, regardless of their condition, and see God reflected back. All right. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening to Hot Sauce and Holy Water. And um, let me know your thoughts. You know, If you thought I was dead wrong, please let me know if you would have added something or if you totally agreed. Let me know. And peace and blessings, y'all.
3: Draw the line. I'm back,
2: relapse, I'm thinking. Yes, what's that? In fact, I'm drinking. Coconut oil, the center of your body still lingers on sheets. I got a shot if you, you, wanna reach that trigger release, pop that top, take a sip of your holiest water I know I'm a part of your flow now Say me, you cut it, don't matter you love her Now you got part of her soul now I ain't know them, but I know now Apologies, dude, more than a few The ones I redo, through, but never loved you I pray you found peace in your home now I'm doing better, I got me a chocolate bar Climbing on top of the bar, Think of the shape but lick of the licking in the places You only gon' lick when you rock with a fuck Ever You're
3: lost in the shape of-